Welcome to Whom, an Australian podcast focused on bringing creative names to light. At Whom, we ask the real questions. That would inform what question you would ask everyone, right? I was just thinking, like, do you like cheese? (laughs) We also make sure we touch on the real issues. You get away with anything if you got enough money, enough rock. Yeah, hey, what's currency to them? How many hairs you got in your mane? More hairs in my mane. (laughs) But one thing's for sure. Our guests promise to open up and tell you stories all about themselves that will send you on an emotional roller coaster. Our guest today is a man of all trades, from acting, stilt walking, puppeteering, directing, and being a clown. That's right, it's Callum Johnston. Without further ado, here's your hosts, Ben and Ben. Welcome to Whom. Uh, you've got your hosts, Ben. And Ben. And Ben. And Ben. Uh, and today, our guest is Callum Johnston. Hello, Callum. Hi. How you going? I'm pretty good. How are you? Yeah, pretty well. All right. So, um, let's start off uh, with um, a little bit about yourself. Uh, you said you're a clown. Um, <laughs> yes. What, what's, that, what's that like? Oh, it's, it's pretty good. I'd recommend it. Uh, lots of fun stuff. You know, you get up in the morning, have a cup of tea, go from there. So, yeah. <laughs> How'd you get into that? Uh, I did a bachelor in acting and performance making, and it destroyed my confidence, so I got into <laughs> clowning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just wanted to go into something that was... Um, more uh, than just, oh, I have to bleed on stage to get a reaction from people. Yeah. I just wanted something where I could go, oh, I wake up every day and I can do something fun and engaging but also make people feel as well. And there's that um, terminology for clowning where it's a clown holds... There was a cat. Doing yeah. something. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh. Re- the resident uh, felines. Yeah, they distract us a lot. <laughs> clowns often um, hold a mirror up to humanity. They show people the, um, the, the foolish things that we do every single day. And it, I, I thought that was a really beautiful concept. And being really inspired by uh, Buster Keaton, um, Gary Starr, and there's tons of others out there that are just absolutely amazing and can make you laugh one minute, make you cry the other. So, so yeah. I know when people about. think about clowns, they're just like, oh, yeah, the clown in the circus. But that's yeah. not what we're talking about here. We're talking no. about, like, acting clowning. So yeah. it's completely, yeah, yeah. like, for, for people that, I guess, are listening that don't know what that is, is it just exaggerating how we are in real life in a funny way? Or is there more to it? Oh, well, there's so many different types of clownings. It's very hard to... Uh, well, it's not... I don't do red nose, like the... Hey, <laughs> kids, all of that. You know, and like people get afraid. Uh, my, my partner's like, she doesn't like clowns. She doesn't like clown makeup and things like that. So like, scared? I was like, like, yeah, now she's dating one, so it's weird. <laughs> uh, for her, <laughs> I'm okay with it, but, yeah, she's very lovely. Um, but... Theatrical clown is very much um, honesty on stage. So it's someone who is just incredibly sincere, incredibly themselves, and they want to connect with an audience. And throughout that, there are so many different types. Well, it's like acting, you know, there's so many different types of acting. Mm. So you've got dark nosed clown, uh, you've got a bouffant clown, which is a clown that wants to eat the world. It's, it's very rude and mean. Um, but um, yeah, there's. I hope that helped a tiny bit. <laughs> what, so what, what is your type of clown then? Uh, I guess I 
making it up as a go. <laughs> um, I guess theatrical clown would be the the best way to describe it. Yep. Um, yeah, theatrical clown. Yeah, theatrical clown. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you do a, basically a bit of everything. Um, yeah, whatever you can think of on the spot. Oh, exactly. It's it's very much panic, and then oh, I'm here now, and uh, audience, ha. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting that you said you did um, uh, f- performance management, and that destroyed your confidence. Did you say? And then uh, acting, acting school, acting school, yeah. and and then you went into clowning, which most people would think is is a more daunting thing yep. to do. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I, I was very much. Um, I don't want to keep going, oh, death, death, death is happening. Oh, look, death is there. No, cancer, he got cancer and then died. It was very depressing. Um, and I wanted something a bit more <laughs> jovial. <laughs> right, you <know>. so <laughs> went, into, went too into the serious stuff. And oh, yeah. it's just when it's just hammering you every single day and you're like, oh, please, we need some levity. You know, there needs to be, um, there needs to be lightness to mm. counteract the dark. It's like if something's too light or not light at all, you can't see. So you need that beautiful middle ground, that grey, to really get an impact from audiences. Uh, That's what I feel anyway. How much of that did you implement into The Ugly One? How much of your clowning training and history? Oh, I'd say if people saw it, you would definitely tell what parts were (laughs) (laughs) clowning. Yeah. I don't know, there were just lots of moments where I gave the actors uh, a lot of permission to play because often it's very strict when it comes to um, rehearsals and whatnot for certain shows. So I just wanted to give that idea of play and, and uh, levity to it so that at the end, when the end scene is happening, it really hits home for people. So we just experimented with a lot of lot of things um there's a moment where there's uh the two actors david and david um which was always beautifully yeah. confusing uh <laughs> and we had them doing a little intimate scene together and then at one point i just said use your nose and they just started attacking each other with their noses and it was glorious and it made it into the production and lots of people really liked that so yeah it, it was pretty That's good awesome. yeah yeah because uh, of course ben didn't know this but siobhan wrote a review about your show i did photography for it and from the review she she loved it i certainly loved it it was yes it was very lovely thank you siobhan <laughs> <laughs> the the way that you did scene swaps with like something just like minimal scene mm. and you managed to change people who they are just with something like a a throw or a scarf, I think it was. Just amazing how you managed to change one from her being this really anxious girlfriend to the, being this confident stripper, essentially, just with a throw over her neck. Yeah, 70-year-old like, stripper. Yeah. yeah well. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, uh, that came from, one, the play itself is very fast-paced. Um, it's, it's almost as if it is a boulder rolling down a hill. And just as it's about to hit... Whatever's down, like the building down the bottom of the hill, uh, it time freezes. So it needed to just be fast and fast and fast. And also, I I've seen so many shows where transitions have been very slow. Ha ha ha! And it just kills me inside. I once saw a show that could have been an hour that was two hours and a half, and there was legitimately a scene where they pulled out an entire set. I think it was like a little castle set and they had things on the table and they were taking their time and they were putting the things on the table and going, oh, yes, that looks just right. Does it? No, I'll do that again. And then the actor on stage says one line and then it changes. 
then they change it off again. And I went, this is madness. I can't, I can't stand this. So ever since then, I've gone, like, no, fast, efficient, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Oh, it drove me nuts. Your scene was, because your total props were, what, two chairs and the top of a lamp, essentially. Yeah. 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 No. I think that's all you need. <laughs> that's I don't think you need more. <laughs> yeah. Plus, we're in the arts, so we don't have any money. So it's yeah. great. <laughs> Just went to op shops and went, hello, what's your cheapest thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have your cheapest lamp or yes, half yes, lamp. We oh, <laughs> it was amazing for the lamp. Uh, I couldn't find one. And we're desperately searching, and it was the last op shop I went to. Like, do you have a lamp? And it's like, we just have one today. And I'm like, yes, brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to put it on my head. It, it worked. You just so have well. the top of the lamp. I don't want the lamp. I just, I just want the top. Yeah, it was just a top. And <laughs> I was, oh, like, was just a top. Yes, and I was like, oh, <laughs> so excited. <laughs> so tell me, uh, tell us about, I guess, when, when did you move to Australia? What, what caused that? Uh, my parents, because yeah. I was five, and five I didn't have a choice. So <laughs> so I came over in 2000. Um, originally, I was uh, living in Brighton and born in Shoreham-by-Sea. Yep. Uh, it's no longer a hospital. It's now a lovely swimming pool, which is quite nice. It was a hot Turn into a swimming pool from yeah. a hospital. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, just over time, it evolved. You know, <laughs> it's, oh, it's a swimming pool now. It's quite nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah. What happened to the building? Well, it evolved into a swimming pool. <laughs> just with lots of changing rooms. <laughs> <laughs> like lots of... Yeah, just... I uh, can't picture that. It just morphed. No. Oh, they knocked it down into... Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit... It, it didn't just manifest <laughs> and um, just evolved. <laughs> we, can, we can believe that. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so you've been around for about six years in the theatre clowning industry or yeah, a bit... Yeah, yeah, roughly around about there. What did yeah. you do before that? Uh, oh, goodness me. Odd jobs all over the place. Um, so I worked in a bar for two weeks. That was nice. Um, yep. Well, it wasn't. I don't like working <laughs> in bars. No, it was just like people going, you own this, and I'm like, I'm sorry, don't yell at me. And then they do. Oh, it was awful. I didn't like that. But, um, yeah, just odd jobs in between. Um, a bit of construction work, a bit of, um, I don't know, I used to work at Bunnings for six years as well. So that was, that was an experience. Mm. Every aisle? Every like. aisle is a different experience. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, tell us your, your best thing that happened at Bunnings that you always tell people. Uh, there's, a, there's a few, actually. There's a guy who tried to beat me up because I saw him stealing a toolbox. That was always fun. And he put it in his BMW, came back into the store and tried to have a go at me. <laughs> that was always an interesting time. Uh, first week I was there, someone stole um, all of our trailers, which were outside, for, so trailers for cars, not for movies. Um, so they, the person who was supposed to be locking them up uh, yep. didn't, and then we found them two years later in the Northern Territory. Yeah, they just painted it green but didn't change the license plate. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I always loved... Um, uh, there was a big... I, I used to work at Oxley, and there's a quite a big uh, Vietnamese community there. And a lot of them don't really speak much English. Yep. So it would often be charades of what do they want. So I had this one very lovely, very sweet man come up to me, and he goes... <laughs> and I go, okay, um, the box? And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it just kept going, and, I was, and he was like... A, a big box. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then eventually we found out it was shoes because it's a shoe box. And then we found it and he was like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And he was like, oh, it's so lovely. <laughs> I would have never <laughs> thought you, shoe box. Yeah. Shoes in a rectangle. <laughs> yeah, because he, he, went, he went 
Shoebox. Shoebox. And a I'm sh- like, a shoebox, yeah. Is that it? And he's like, yeah, we got it. And he could have pointed to his shoes. Yeah, and he was just very... <laughs> put his he shoe. Oh, he yes. could have put his shoe in a box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only he did acting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only That's why did. everyone needs to do mandatory acting so yeah. we can get charades out into the <laughs> real world. Yeah. So, uh, did so, and then um, I guess you did those jobs and then what made you just click and go, you know, I'll give this... I'll give this acting school a go. Ah, uh, look, I've always wanted to go to acting school. Uh, I came straight out of uni. Yep. Um, into it. What did you study at uni? Uh, so the first thing I studied was an advanced diploma in acting, and then afterwards I did my bachelor's, um, just because I didn't have enough punishment already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm bad mouthing them a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't because they were they were really wonderful. There were just a few experiences that really. Um, yeah, really made me reconsider what I wanted to do. And there was a lot of things that were just quite soul-crushing for me personally. So, yeah, I just wanted to go into something a bit more fun. But, yeah, it taught me a lot about um, how to how to stage things, how to emotionally connect characters, um, the dramaturgy as well around a lot of things, uh, especially with um, The Ugly One, the amount of dramaturgy that goes into that. Is, is just insane because there are no stage directions. There are no um, prompts, really, about what's going on. Um, it's just full lever scene, transitions into other scene, and you have to go. Uh, so mm. the world, for me, was very square and flat. Um, time was quite strange because it kept skipping. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of things I did take from uni, but also it made me discover that I didn't really want to go into a super serious... Yeah. Part of acting. So, yeah. When you said you had a, a soul crushing event, would you open <laughs> up on that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. If we can post it or not, we'll find out. But <laughs> uh, our first year, um, there was a teacher uh, called Norman Price who was a character and a half. He was very much a. Um, well, you, you know about Goliere, so like a like a not French version of Goliere, but for acting. Um, so Goliere is a very uh, prolific clown teacher, um, teaching Sasha Baron Cohen, um, the members of Spy Monkey. If anyone knows about Spy Monkey, um, yes, but he's very brutal, and there's a lot of stories about him. Uh, which are a bit like, hmm, that sounds interesting. Why would I go to a school to be yelled at? (laughs) But um, Norman was very much one of those um, old school teachers where it was very much a break you down to build you back up again. And there was a time where we were getting ready for our play. It was just us, the actors, in the space. And we 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 were playing a game. I don't know if anyone knows the game Ninja. No. Ah, yes, Ninja. Yeah. So well, Ben's from acting school. I, oh, I have nothing oh, to do with that. A yeah. fellow thespian. Hello. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, for everyone else who doesn't know, Ninja is basically a game where you get a group of people in a circle and the aim of the game is to hit one another's hands with one swift moment uh, movement. So you can only flinch away or go to attack, but you can't do two movements at once. So it's very fast. However... Our group decided to do Ultimate Ninja, which is hands and feet, which 
obviously, you're probably thinking now, uh, it's not a good idea. And it wasn't. It was <laughs> not a good idea. Um, lots of people get really hurt. <laughs> so um, we were all playing ninja. And for some reason, I ended up on the ground. And in front of me was my friend Ben. Now, Ben's a, a very stocky a good stocky boy. It is a good It's a great <laughs> name. It's a beautiful name. So many Bens in the world. It's majestic. Oh, just... Mm. <laughs> It's like a sea. Flows oh, <laughs> off the tongue. Ben. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous <laughs> stuff. But he was in front of me, and he's, he's quite, a, quite a stocky boy, like quite fit. And he didn't realise I was behind him. So he rolls backwards, kicks me square in the face, and I just start bleeding, bleeding <laughs> down my front. And everyone's going, oh, he got you in the face. Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then after a while, I'm, I'm trying, and it's still bleeding. Um, luckily, I'm wearing a black um, uh, theatre theater blacks, you know. Yep. So it's like the um, English red coats, you know. If you don't see the blood, you know, they're not bleeding. <laughs> yes, let's drive on. No, that's bad. Don't, I don't support um, genocide. <laughs> just, just want that clear. <laughs> I don't support genocide. Uh, <laughs> but um, out of the corner of the room, I hear this very shrill, what the fuck are you doing? And there is Mr. Price clutching the wall in anger, and the thing about Norman was he very, very. Um, he was probably in his seventies, sixties, seventies. He had spiked up, uh, manicured hair. He also had these really round spectacles, which were ever black or red. And he was quite a portly man. And he was terrifying. This was my first year of uni. <laughs> I'm eighteen. I'm absolutely terrified. What the fuck are you doing? Bleeding in my theatre? What the fuck are you doing? And I'm just going. Oh, I'm sorry, Norman. I'm sorry, Norman. What the fuck you think you are? What is Lisa teaching you? And all of this. And eventually, he goes. What? What the fuck happened? What happened? And I go. I, I, I ran into a wall, Norman. You ran into a wall? Are you fucking idiot? <laughs> I told him this because I didn't want Ben to get in trouble. I was like, oh, no, it was me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. This, hap- this keeps going for 15 minutes <laughs> with the whole class there watching. And eventually I go, oh, Norman, Norman, I've got to go. I've got to go. I gotta go. I'm still bleeding, uh, so I need to wash my face. And I just, as I really quickly rush around the corner, I can hear him going, you fuck, 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 <laughs> as he goes away. Um, I think this is over. I think this is all done and done. Um, so I'm in there washing my face, just breathing. I hear the door open. I'm not done with you, you fuck. <laughs> Another 15 minutes of tirading me for bleeding on the floor. I should leave. All of this stuff. And after a while, he's quite puffed, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. quite a lot to yell at um, uh, eighteen-year-olds. So um, he he clutches onto the little side panel between the door and the bathroom, and he goes, "You know, I really care about you, <laughs> you fuck." And then he walks off, and I still don't know how to feel about that to this day. <laughs> <laughs> acting skill, ah. Oh. Maybe uh, he, maybe he was acting yeah. for all of that. <laughs> yeah, <it was> <laughs> oh, I have no idea, but he was notorious for throwing things at people. He would often throw shoes at people that weren't doing well. He chucked a chair at me. Um, almost <laughs> on our first day, he almost chucked a pedestal fan at us, but it was in the walls. So <laughs> he tried to grab <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, he was he was intense. Safe to say, um, uh, well, he's not in it anymore. He's uh, uh, well, uh, no, he died. So oh, yeah. all right. And we went. Peace. We all went to his funeral, which was also another interesting experience. <laughs> <laughs> we're all invited, and we're like, "Ah, oh, yeah." And then for some reason, um, because when I first auditioned for the um, acting space, uh, it's in it. Uh, oh goodness me, what was it? It was Chekhov's The Seagull, um, and I was playing. Oh, 
the young young boy, young boy. She loves me. She loves me not. There's a monologue. I'm not mad. Oh well, yeah, um, yeah. I'm mental blanket. I've seen it. Yeah. But I uh, yeah yeah yeah. But he has that um, moment with a flower. I'm like, she loves me. She loves me not. And I just thought, why not use a cabbage? So I brought a cabbage. <laughs> And I start, I start peeling it and using it, and then I throw it on the ground, and it's very dramatic. And oh, look at my emotions! I threw a cabbage on the ground. Ha <laughs> ha! Huzzah! But for the funeral, <laughs> I brought a cabbage just to say goodbye, and I left it <laughs> on a little stump out the back for him. Uh, I don't know if he saw it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, sorry, that was a bit of a tangent. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's good. Words to the wise, if you. If if you want to get into acting, uh, just be prepared to have a few things thrown at you. Yes, no, and bring a cabbage. Yeah. And bring a cabbage. It's <laughs> awesome. Because I know um, someone close to us recently. I can't go into it fully, but they recently uh, held she. She's just turned thirteen, mm. and she got fully yelled at recently at a at a theatre uh, by a director. Mm. Just fully yelled at. Um, yeah, Brisbane Arts, huh? <laughs> yeah, you got to be prepared for the for the beatings, both verbally and, and physically. I'm gonna disagree with you there. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we should cultivate this, um, you know, idea of oh, you have to break them down, you have to yell at them, they're doing crap. Blah, blah, blah. I think it should be using their skills and things to enhance mm. what is happening. Uh, for example, with the ugly one, um, we had uh, the two Davids, but the older David. Mr. O'Donoghue, um, he, I didn't realise this, but he had never done um, theatre before. This was yeah, his right. first um, uh, theatre role, and I was like, oh my goodness. That's, it explains so much as well, uh, because he was used to scripts um, that uh, you, give it, you get it on the day, or you learn like a 10-minute segment, and then they stop, and then you have a, then you have a biscuit and you, you go back to it. But, yeah, to, it was, uh, there were stages where I was like, oh, how can I do this? How can I work around it? But at the end, just cultivating that um, idea of, okay, no, we're here to support, we're here to support, and we're here to play. Mm. And once that was established, he did absolutely wonderful. So, no, don't yell at people. Don't yell at people. Because well, oh, I know you, um, you were, you were going to come and see our show, weren't you? But then it yes. got rescheduled. And and then I had work on the day that you rescheduled it too. So I was like, no. Well, one like kudos to Amelia, who you would have mm. met at Pip Theatre. So she was one of our main characters. And mm. when she first came into first rehearsal, we had this end scene for her with a monologue. And she was really nervous. She came in. She didn't know what to do. She just spoke really quietly. And sh- whatever Siobhan did, by the end of it, she was ripping her clothes off, like stamping around, <laughs> yelling, like, yeah. She, and she said to Siobhan afterwards, she's like, I never thought I could have done that. Like, I, she never stepped out of her box that far before to, to do that. And, yeah, we were all amazed when she finally stepped out and never seen that side. So it's so cool how you can, like, because you're, you're, this is why you're doing this. Like, you must get such satisfaction from seeing that David that you first saw that's mm. never been in theatre to that David we saw in the show. like No, yeah. absolutely. And I think with each of the cast members, they all evolved and they all um, changed in their own different way. And it was just beautiful to see them from day one to now having just, oh, because, oh, my goodness, the process was in... Mm, <laughs> ah, oh, my goodness. Uh, so we had our main actor have to leave. Um almost halfway through the process because he had tonsillitis and needed them out. 
Um, then Jay, uh, which was one of the other cast members, he went to India for two weeks. I got COVID. Um, two grandparents passed away during it, mine and Harrison's, who was the producer. Wow. Um, yeah, and then it was just most of everything was on Zoom. So the fact that it got up at all was amazing. And I'm going, oh, they've done such a good job. <laughs> I'm very happy with them all. <laughs> so is that David Gaffney stepped in at short notice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it turned out so well because he just absolutely killed it. Absolutely killed it. And even though, oh, my, it's very cheeky, very cheeky. <laughs> Very cheeky young boy. Are no. you bringing it back? Bringing it back? Are you going to... The ugly one, is it? Are we seeing it again? Maybe. Maybe. Who mm. knows? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I would love to t- pop it on again um, because I I think I would like to change a few things after seeing it uh, up on the stage, yep. especially with um, set dressing and whatnot. We are thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Very political <laughs> answer. That's good. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you're currently working on or going to be working on in the future that we should look out for? Uh, I'm going to be in Brisbane Fringe doing a show. What show that is? That's a very good question. <laughs> I'm <also> Expand. <laughs> <Yeah>. Expand on <laughs> this. <Yes. laughs> uh, it's, uh, all I know is it's going to be with the Glitter Martini, um, who are a beautiful um, circus troupe um, down in the Gold Coast, and they come up here, and I've worked with them before. And the last thing I worked on them with, it was Absolutely Trash, where I played a bin chicken, and it was amazing. <laughs> well, it is our Olympic mascot. Like exactly. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh, the Ibis is... You know what? Everyone gives the, the Ibis such slag, but they are beautiful creatures. I did a lot of research. So they are just this amazing creature, and it's just because of humans, that's why they're just this scavenger. But if you look up the golden-crested Ibis, ah, oh, it's just this... Amazing, magnificent beast. <laughs> it just looks, it glimmers. It's like it's gold. It glimmer. It's, they're amazing. The, the Are they in Australia? Them. Hmm? Are they in Australia? I, I'm not sure about that. Maybe we just got the rejected ones. Like we got the ugly <laughs> ones here. Yeah. We in got the wild, they're lovely. No, I'm gonna support. I will, on my deathbed, I will be yes, the ibis. <laughs> Hashtag support the ibis. I, I, I buy ibises. Uh, yeah. What is multiple ibis? I buy. I buy? Yep. Support the I buy. <laughs> Support I buy. <laughs> no, but it is sad. Um because yeah, they come from they come from wetlands and, and, yeah. and, and mangroves and stuff. And yeah, because that's all being destroyed. Now they're bin chickens. S- yeah. Yep. Scavenging yeah. through our trash. Yeah. Oh goodness. Oh, there's <laughs> a cat. Now from uh from here I guess Pause for wildlife. From clowning, what made you want to get into directing? Uh, I think um, a need for power, I think. Oh, there's a cat here. No, goodness, no. Um, oh, you're so fluffy. Hello. <laughs> oh, you're a big cat, my goodness. They're all chonkers, yeah. <laughs> you're well fed. <laughs> uh, I think when it came to the ugly one, um, I found this play in 2013, and yep. I, just, I just loved it and how phonetic and fast it was and how it was very... Um, it, it's, it's very German. It's very to the point. It's very, no, you are ugly. Go away now. <laughs> yeah. Which I love. But it was really interesting because it reads really well in an English accent. Yeah. Um, so it, it was quite a, I was quite, oh, my goodness, I need to put this on. And then um, several years later, I have. So I think I've always wanted to try um, directing more pieces. I've done, a, I've done a few side pieces here and there. 
Uh, but yeah, no, I just loved the play and went, yep, I need to put this on. And I did. And it was quite good and I liked it. <laughs> Best that could come out. <laughs> so tell us a bit about Moth Light Theatre. Ah, Moth Light Theatre. I haven't done anything with that for a long time. So. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us a bit about the history of Moth Light Theatre in the past. I did uh, a two-week, uh, no, eight-week um, cleaning workshop and it went well. And it went well. And then I did nothing with it. <laughs> <laughs> I get, yeah, so, I mean, uh, apart from directing and whatnot, what else is going on in your life at the moment? What's keeping you busy? Uh, well, oftentimes I get uh, stilt walking and roving gigs. Yep. So roving is just basically being a character at a festival or at a... Um, uh, at a party or wherever. Uh, latest gig I did was at SeaWorld where I played King Neptune on stilts and I had a jellyfish and we were just interacting with all the guests. And it was very sweet. They all dressed up as animals as well. So we had Ursula from The Little Mermaid. We had yeah. a ton of crabs. It was great. Oh, that was lovely. But <laughs> so you, do you do that thing for like uh, horror nights and whatever it is? or uh, mm. No, usually corporate gigs. Corporate yeah, gigs right. or there have been occasions where um, it's, it's parties and things like that. Yeah. Um, I also do puppetry as well. And there was this one occasion where we were flown up to Bundaberg um, to do a, a party of some sort. And we're getting like no information at all. And we get up there, they've paid for our hotel, which was on the seafront, and we're like, oh, this is nice. And then we get into a car, and we have to drive very, very, very in-road. Yep. So the road starts looking like um, it had been made in the 1800s, so lots of, lots of pebbles and things. And then we go completely off-road, and we still haven't hit the place yet. This is like an hour into it. And we look up where we're supposed to be going, and it's called the Paradise Estate. So we're all going, are we going to die? Is this a cult? What's going on? But no, it was a, a farming magnate, and he had um, two, I think he's like worth $2 million or so, and he just paid around about like 30 grand for his kid's birthday party, um, and it was horror-themed. So, yeah, yeah huh? they had all this amazing set, uh, all of these skeletons. They had a whole. They had two trees which would light up. There was a oh, prob probably about the size of this room's uh, spider, redback spider. That was oh, there. a massive tent which all of these boys were going to be sleeping in at the end. The Xbox was set up on this massive projector. <laughs> it, there was light and sound. There was a banquet table in the middle. They hired a chef, um, and it was myself um, and my other puppeteer. Uh, and we were doing marionette puppets um, where we have um, silicone skeleton masks on, which we glue onto the face, uh, all done up. And we have these um, marionette bird puppets, but they're skeletons. So it's the skeleton of the birds. So they're absolutely gorgeous. Then we had a stilt walking uh, fire twirler, and then we had a roller skating uh, MJ. Uh, MJ? No. MC, that's it. M <laughs> MJ. MC, yeah. <laughs> Who's MJ? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, give me some of that MJ. <laughs> well, I dig a bigger hole. We need a, we need a disclaimer at the end of this. Episode, yeah. um. Callum doesn't know what he's doing. Don't listen to him. Um, the opinions expressed are not opinions. These <laughs> are hopefully just for funnies. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Uh, but we get there. We all turn up. And we just hear all this revving. 
And all these kids have these John Deere, like, golf buggies that they are racing up and down. And there's about, um, there's about eight, eight of them, and they're just going nuts and they're going up and down the driveway. And for the entire night, after we've done all our makeup, after we've got the puppets, they did not notice us at all. It was the most bizarre experience <laughs> ever. So we're all, we're all in the background, the fire dwellers doing fire. They did not interact with us. They didn't do anything. So it was very easy paycheck, but my goodness, it was just a very strange yeah. experience. Yeah, it's really strange to have you guys there when it's like, here's fire and golf buggies, but don't forget those guys at the back holding a skeleton of a bird. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, and they didn't even take notice of the fire at all. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah okay. just like, I think it was just they were too overstimulated with everything. Yeah. Or just too nervous, so it was like, yeah. Now tell us about your uh, solo show that you won some awards for, your, your show. Oh, was it called Don't? Don't. Don't. Yes. Don't, uh, don't what? Which was uh, Don't Press the Button. Don't press mm. the button. <laughs> uh, so, 2019, I entered um, Don't Press... Well, at the, at the time it was called Don't Press the Button, but now it's just called Don't, because I think it just flows a bit better. Um, so, it's all about a man who has one job, and that job is not to push a button. So, he comes out, he's very official, and he's got a button in front of him, and he just waits. Waits there. And then he sees the audience and goes, Oh! Don't do it. And then he pulls out a little sign saying, don't press the button. And it's all, it's all very um, clown-like. And, of course, you know what happens. His body takes over and goes, I'm going to push it. I'm going <laughs> to do it. And he does do it. Nothing happens. And he goes, oh, fantastic. And then the world blows up. Um, <laughs> but, however, after that, he gets a phone call from his little lunchbox that he's brought in. And there's a little, little telephone in there. And it informs him that he's been fired. And he has to go out into the world he's just blown up. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that was the show. And it, it won uh, Short and Sweet Best uh, in Show Award and also the Delate uh, Favourite Play of 2019. How long did that go for, that show? Uh, oh, it's just, uh, well, it was through Short and Sweet. I mean, like, sorry, duration of the show. Oh, it's like a 10-minute piece. 10-minute oh. piece. Oh, I was going to say, like, it's an hour, an yeah. hour of you just sitting there going, don't push it. Don't oh, push it. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. That oh, would imagine that. Like, is he going to do something? No, no, no. Oh, Every 10 moved. minutes, you'd, like, twitch a finger. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to be very patient in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> you'd keep hearing those awkward giggles from the audience. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. after the whole hour. Well, I feel like you definitely have to get them involved somehow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stare at one person for 15 minutes. So I guess your goal is to bring out shows that you feel that Brisbane lacks, is what you... Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and it's... it's. I feel that there is such a diverse um, group of um, theatre makers and performance makers in Brisbane. But the stuff that we are seeing on uh, main stage and on um, some of the higher echelon uh, theatre places at the moment, don't really capture um, what everything else is doing in Brisbane. And I think it's just like a very niche um, audience. And obviously there's marketability and you're going to make a profit and all of that, so you put sh certain shows on going, oh, look, a musical. Yes, that will bring in old people. This will do this and that. Yeah. But um, I feel there is definitely a place for... Um, the, the stranger voices, the, the voices that don't really get heard as much. So, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think at the moment there's just so much depressing stuff on. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. my God. Yeah. Oh, there's there's one show I want to talk about, but I shouldn't. But I'm, <laughs> I might go. I might do it. I might do it. <laughs> okay. So, oh, should I? Okay, if, if we can't. You can give us the summary. Uh, it was just, just depressing and people not doing accents well and it went on for ages and then after it finished you go oh good it's over but no people have to thank everyone they have to congratulate themselves give them a big pat on the back and then they have to bring up the next person who pats everyone else on the back that the previous person (laughs) has already said thank you to oh it was brilliant and then to top it off another person comes on and guess what he does he pats them on he the back. He pats them on the back, the same people. Oh, I, it just makes me hate the industry stuff. I'm like, no, I hate it. Just come on and do a group bow and then and then yeah. leave. And I had to make a speech for um, uh, the ugly one opening. And I hated it. Absolutely hated it. I was like, no, it's not about me. It's about the show and it's about the actors. Over it. So at the end of it, I just said, it's ugly time. Let's go. Woof. And I walked off. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. We had politicians in the crowd, which was interesting. I was like, ooh. Oh, yes, yes. The uh, what Was it the theatre director of Queensland or something? Or some some big name was there. I don't even know if you knew that, but oh, yeah, there was, a, there was a big name there. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, it's ugly time. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> a good way to be memorised. Okay, okay say, yeah. a random, say a random theme and we'll see if Callum has random a, a funny story about it. Okay. Jeez, oh, a theme. Um... <laughs> Worst date you've had? Oh, I think I think. Oh God! So one of them, uh, yeah, it was my partner at the time, um, and I had completely forgotten that we were going to Jamie Oliver's um, in the city, and it was very nice. Um, it was a nice restaurant, but I watched um, some students doing a show, and some of them were my friends, and. Afterwards, of course, we get absolutely destroyed. Um, so we're drinking, 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 and then I'm, I'm just handing out shots to everyone. And then I get a message saying, where are you? I've been waiting here for about 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, I completely forgot. And so I have to just take a shot, run off. I also get another message later from one of my friends who I gave a shot to, and she was hospitalized. <laughs> Alcohol poisoning, and I felt so bad for all of that. And I'm absolutely pissed as a rap trying to go to Jamie Oliver's. Uh, and I get there, and she was not happy with me. <laughs> she could, could smell the alcohol on me, and I'm just going, I'm not drunk. I. Ooh. <laughs> I'm surprised you can remember this story. Oh, she she let me remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she, yeah. It was a. It was yeah. That that was probably one of the worst ones. Um, yeah. The rest have just been like quite strange. You know, not, yeah. not anything like. It's just like, oh hi, you're a person. Hi. Okay, I'm leaving now. Bye. <laughs> it's like, okay, that was fun. Um, that I, happened. I, <laughs> I bought a pizza. It's a good night. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, what do you reckon made them say bye so quickly? Uh, I was just too charming. Yeah, I think that's I think it. that was mm. it. I yeah. was going to agree yeah. with that. You know, yeah. sometimes I have to pull down the charm and go, ooh, it's a bit too much. A bit too much, you know, this <laughs> You know, keep it, keep it inside, you know. 
No, I just think we had very different personalities and it was very much, oh, I, I love watching videos about death. This isn't me. This is me. And I was like, oh, have you heard about hedgehogs? They're great. Oh. <laughs> you know, a group of hedgehogs is called the prickle. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. It's like, oh. And in, in medieval times, uh, what people, sorry, I love hedgehogs. <laughs> uh, my background is a hedgehog. Um, just pop Do you identify as a hedgehog? Uh, yes. Because I'm soft in the middle, <laughs> but my outside is a little is a prick. So there we go. There's a hedgehog there. Hedgehog. <laughs> I love hedgehogs. Um, He's a prick until you get to know him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like a marshmallow with spikes. Like, <laughs> once you get to know me, I'm quite soft and cuddly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what they what um, uh, medieval historians thought um, the spikes and the hedgehogs were for yeah. is that a hedgehog would come up to a tree or like a grapevine and headbutt it. And then when um, the fruit dropped down, it dropped onto the spikes so they could take it home to their young. But it's not true. No. What is the truth? They don't do that. <laughs> they just don't. <laughs> so fun, um, fun <laughs> false facts that's not actually a fact? Yeah. Yeah, right. Did you not know? Cool. <laughs> Did you not know? <laughs> yeah, that should be a segment. Let's, uh, let's do it. Um, a tough question we decided this morning we were going to ask everyone. Oh, what is a very unpopular opinion that you live by or stand by? I, well, look, I like Marmite. Marmite? So, yeah, so <laughs> a lot of people just immediately go, nah, don't want to talk to you. Get out of my house. Um, and everyone in my in my house at the moment hates me for it. They're like, oh, Vegemite's the way. And I'm like, Vegemite is, is disgusting. It is so awful. But you like Marmite. Marmite is, okay, so... <laughs> Mama is like if the angels descended and went, oh, humanity needs a gift. Yep. Here it is. It's Marmite. It's beautiful. It's smooth. It's silky. Vegemite's just like tar grease. And <laughs> like, yeah. It's awful. Absolutely rancid stuff. Cannot any type because we have to give it to the kids um, for afternoon tea. Yep. And they have it in these like little Tupperware containers. And as soon as it opens, I'm like, <laughs> it's awful. It's like coffee. I can't take coffee as well. Absolutely awful stuff. Personally, I can't. I, I, I can't stand either of them. Marmite or Vegemite. Oh no! Are you yeah. a cheesy mite fan? <laughs> no, anything, anything mighty. Peanut butter then? No. What? Can't do peanut butter. Yeah, my spreads are very limited. To um, butter. Yeah, butter. <laughs> butter. Butter. Nutella. Um, yeah, I, I've never liked peanut butter. Uh, I've never liked Vegemite. There we go. Yeah. Uh, okay, so welcome to our taste test challenge. You're going to try five different sweet treats and mm -hmm. we're going to see how Australian you are and how well you know them. Oh, oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> so we'll get you to close your eyes okay. uh, and our lovely other host, Siobhan here, is going to put a plate just to your left. So if yeah. you... A little bit... Yeah, left hand to the left yep. and pick up one item from that oh, plate and put it in your mouth. Pop that so there's five different okay. things on the plate. So whatever you want to try first. Mm. All right, so you've picked up number one. Can you can you tell from the texture already, or um, well, I'm, not, I'm not sure. We'll find out. All the way in. Oh, yeah. the whole, whole thing. Not not afraid. You've got to know what this is. Is that cookie dough? That is that cookie, is cookie dough. dough. Yes, oh, that's, uh, that's yes. one for one. Gorgeous. Should have probably told you I'm allergic. You're going to be fun segment. No. Sometimes. We asked. Right, uh, we've got, we've okay. got the second. All right, the second, second thing now. Oh, that's smaller. very dainty. What is that? Oh. Yeah, a bit smaller. Any idea what that one is? Uh, it's a chocolate of some sort. Mm. Um, it's like a... Oh, 
Starts with B? No. No. Come I, I on. Was, no, kids usually uh, hide. Like Kids usually get them because there's little toys inside them. Can of surprise? Oh, yes. Actually, yes. I said no, got but yes. Got it with a hint. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next one. Third one. This one I'm not a fan of, but a lot of people have mixed reactions about this one. No, I taste jam. Jam? Jam. Cl- close. Close. Close to jam? Close to jam, yeah. I guess you, you, you do have... No, it's still, it's still chocolate-based. It's, it's, it's quite... It's, uh, oh, less, hang less on. Less jammy and more fruity. Joey Ripe? Yes. There you go. All right. Yeah. Two more. I don't think we need to give him hints. He's smashing this. Yeah, he's... Three for three. <laughs> this one's easy. Milky Way? Yes. Oh. And the last one. A bit more solid. Oh, my goodness. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> we found something that he's not a fan of. Oh, this is a lot. I mean, you can open your eyes now. There's nothing left. Oh. What's that one? Oh, it was an experience. Um, was that a picnic? Yeah, yeah, Snickers. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. All right. You know your chocolates. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, before we get to the audition part of the show, tell us a bit about Moon with a View. Okay, so Moon with a View is... Um, I might finish this show. Yeah. Fin- <laughs> no, you have to talk with every, uh, everything. <laughs> the rest of the segment you have to do with chocolate in your mouth. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You did sort of chug those pretty gotta, quickly. I've got to tell you, though, you've, uh, you've given um, Snickers a new, a new catchphrase. Uh, that was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> Just... That's a bit much. Yeah, if, if you're watching, <laughs> copyrighted already. Snickers, oh. <laughs> I am available uh, and ready. <laughs> okay, uh, so Moon with a View. Um, so basically, uh, this has been a project which has been years in the making. One, because uh, funding. Two, because things were happening in my life. And three, because Hello Kitty. Oh. <laughs> three, because Hello Kitty. <laughs> Hello Kitty was a big inspiration. Uh, <laughs> I love the no mouth. It just, I have no mouth, but must scream. Mm. Hello, kitty. Uh. <laughs> but um, there, there was a lot of things that have stopped me from popping this on. And a lot of it was me as well, just being like, no, it's not ready yet, but now it's going ahead, which is good. But it's basically um, Moon with a View is about a man who goes to the moon to spread his grandma's ashes as a final request. Uh, as you can already tell, it's a comedy. Um, <laughs> it's going to be very funny, you know. And just go, oh, I, I, I weep on stage for a bit and go, oh, Gran. And she's not here. So, yeah. Like uh, really sarcastic tears or? No, no, there's they're pure emotion. Pure emotion? Uh, yeah. Uh, so is it, so it's, uh, you're torn me here. Is it actually a comedy or is it? <laughs> <laughs> it is a comedy. It sounds like a very, very serious comedy. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those comedies that's so serious you just have to laugh at it. Yeah, it's, well, it's yeah, very yeah. serious comedy. Yeah, I'm no clowning around here. Serious business. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I want to I say it's a uh, clowny theatrical piece, uh, yeah. I'd say, um, with um, lots of random shit in it. Um, but it comes from... Uh, the first, well, the, the first in, in the insulation of it, insulation. That's what you're insulation. Uh, <laughs> Keeping the show version, warm. First version. We'll go with that. First version of it um, was basically I had an idea of, oh, wouldn't it be funny if a man went to the moon and then everyone just left him there? What would he do? And then <laughs> it went from there. But then um, uh, I had a, l- a lot of um, family members overseas pass away, um, and this is during um, COVID and lockdowns. I was going to ask because you said you lost a grandparent. Whether that 
was the part that played into this. Yeah, you remember the we view? still don't know where she is. Okay. Yeah, we lost her in the shopping um, <laughs> centre, and it's just yeah. We, we've been to Dimmix because she loves Dimmix, but no, she's dead. Uh, <laughs> no, she is dead. Uh, <laughs> she's the ashes. Yeah, <laughs> she is the ashes. She yes. is the ashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Da, 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 da. The BB. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's a true story. Uh, yes, yeah, a true story. I went to the moon. Apart from the moon part, it's a true no, story. It's, it's a totally true. Yeah, exactly. Everyone knows the moon nowadays. Yeah, who doesn't go to the moon? Oh, don't do Molly, it. kids. <laughs> we have to keep touching on this. Yep. Uh, don't do drugs. Yeah. Um, stay on Earth. Yeah, so is it a solo solo piece? Solo piece, yeah, uh, with a lot of audience interaction. Okay. So lots of moments to keep it... Keep it fun and uplifting, because I think there is something so lovely about um, uh, it's it's a beautiful sadness when someone passes, um, and it's you're so sad and so emotional because you have so many great memories mm. and great um, uh, feelings that you had from them um, that it's no longer there. So it's this beautiful sadness, um, yep. and I really wanted to explore that. And it's for people that, um, you know, want to have a good time, but also if people have uh, lost people as well, um, it's, a, it's a great sense of um, finding the joy within who they were as a person and have yep. it more of as a, a celebration of who they were rather than going, oh, they're dead. This is depressing. Ah. So, okay. Yeah. So it's going to be quite fun. Lots of... Um, Lots of movements and pieces in it. There's so much I want to say, but I can't because I want to just... Yeah. Ah, Let us go experience, experience it. Experience it, yeah. We will um, be there experiencing it. Oh, fantastic. Really keen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, miss, not missing another one of your shows after the ugly one. That's it. If that's the talent that you bring out of people <laughs> and that you can make a show out of, I'm there. Oh, um, thank you, sir. <laughs> 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 so, uh, have you been asked to do any... Because uh, of your accent, mm. I know... The people in the acting world try to stereotype you to do parts in that accent because, of course, you're naturally with it. When you've gone for roles, do they try to put you in this in this character that has that accent? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes I go, could you please stop? Uh, could you sound more Australian, please? <laughs> and I, I just, I don't know what it is. Sometimes I can do it, sometimes I can't. But, yeah, and the fact that I've been here for so long and still have... These yeah, because you're five. You were hit five when you were here, right? Yeah. Cause Do you travel back much? Or I went back in 2015. And that was uh, it? Yeah. And it, I, I listened to a lot of things that are from all walks of life, so it isn't just English stuff. So yep. Yeah, I've no idea. I'm just a freak. <laughs> it's just in your blood. I know. <laughs> so if we asked you to speak Australian now, how would you, how would you go? Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Straight. Polly. Tell us about Gary Starr. Gary Starr is an amazing uh, Melbourne-based clown. And, oh, just, he is sensational. Um, my partner and I went to go see him at uh, Brisbane Comedy Festival where he does the entirety of Greek theatre. Uh, in an hour. He's absolutely insane. Uh, and th- when he first comes out, he's got um, uh, he's got a white skirt on and he's got lightning bolts over his nipples. 
Um, and he's got a big, big, puffy afro, and he's just got two lightning bolts in his hands, and he comes out to grease lightning, and he's pointing at people. It's just absolutely incredible. If you ever get to the chance to see him live, definitely do it. Um, but I did uh, a few online climbing courses with him as they were all locked down in Melbourne. It was a wonderful opportunity to go, like, oh, yes, here is someone I can really, really learn from. And he talks about his time at Gollier. Uh, and I think we mentioned him before, but Gollier is this um, prodigious clown teacher, um, trained Sasha Baron Cohen and wonderful, wonderful uh, people, Spy Monkey, who I've worked with, and they're, oh, they're amazing as well. If you ever want to check out a really lovely ensemble clown and physical theatre group, go check out Spy Monkey's work. Um, and I would look at Oedipussy, where they do um, Oedipus Rex. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. But sorry, that's a lot. Did you say eat a pussy? <laughs> eat a pussy, yeah. Because <laughs> they, they spliced it with Oedipus and uh, Barbarella. Which was the uh, 1970s, 80s, uh, oh goodness, like sci-fi movie where it was just everyone was wearing very tight spandex things and shooting things. So it's like a combination of that. And they did it because they got a really bad review for their version of Moby Dick. And they, they all come out and they read the review and go, all right, this is for you. This is for the reviewer of this. We can do drama. We can be dramatic. And they do the whole of Oedipus. Ah, oh, it's fucking amazing. Do look it up. Uh, <laughs> it's on Vimeo. Oh, if you want it for free. No, I can't, I can't <laughs> say that. I can't say that. <laughs> I'm not like, I, do, I don't hate you. Come to my house. Okay. Uh, but Goliere. Um, Tell us about Goliere. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a man and he's a pretty funny, but he's also very mean. Uh, he's a mean clown man. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Uh, but he is, hello, gorgeous. So he's uh, a very brutal clown teacher. It's very much about you you either have a clown or you don't. Um, so, yeah, his, his style is quite brutal, but I think it gets good results. Um, but there is this one story that Gary told us, um, and he was in a class, and there's always this man who was smiling every time he was performing. And Gollier just goes, why, why are you smiling? Why do you always smile? And he goes, oh, um, you told me to show pleasure when I perform. So that's how I, I show pleasure. Um, he's like, no, 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 no. You do not need to smile all the time. You don't need to smile. And then he turns around to his class of students and just goes, which one of these girls do you want to fuck? And after a while, and being a bit shocked, he, he says, um, I think uh, she's quite attractive. And he goes, right. He pulls over the girl, whispers something in her ear. Then the girl goes behind the performer on stage. Golia goes, okay. Perform, no smiling. So he's performing, and he's performing. And then Golia nods, and the girl gives him a kiss on the back of his neck. And immediately he goes, oh, oh my goodness. And this keeps happening for the whole monologue. And then afterwards, Golia just went, see you not smiling, that we could see you had pleasure. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and he's one of my just like, 
it just seemed, I want to go. I want to go <laughs> take all the air after seeing that. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's just such an interesting madman who I, I want to get enveloped in. So yeah. Perfect. Now, um, yeah, it's been great having you on. So before we wrap up, anything you want to say, anything else you haven't shared that you want people to know about? Uh, get, yep. get lots of school, drink your milk. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening in. Head over to our Facebook or Instagram at Whom Podcast for highlights and more. See you all next week with another amazing guest.